Hello, amazing people. It's time for another episode where I talk to you about manifestation, intuition, relation stuff. What stuff that I feel so inspired to get out there. Today I want to talk about the tipping point because I I just experienced it again and I'm like this is it. This is the thing that is the difference between actually manifesting and having an what you want, achieving a goal, uh, making a big change, or not having it. And it's the reason why people have what, what miraculous weight loss. Um, after their 17th attempt at a business, they have a business that actually succeeds. They manifest that big thing that they want. And, and here's the thing. The one thing that they all have in common is not they all use the same diet plan or they all use the same uh, exercise regime. They all followed the same marketing protocol. They all, you know, uh, there, there's no consistency. They're not, they're not all at the same age in life. They're, they're all living in the same, you know, part of the world. There, there's no consistency to, how exactly it all comes about, except one thing. They all have one thing in common. They all have a tipping point. Every success story that you have, you know, where the internet shows you, look, you know, so-and-so is our, is our flagship (laughs) example. Here's their testimonial. Here are their before and after pictures, or here's their origin story. They all have a tipping point. And that tipping point is that moment where they said, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm going, I'm manifesting this, not I'm going to manifest this, but that's it. I'm, I'm becoming this, not I'm even becoming this. That's it. This is my reality. And they actually decide that that's their reality. And then they walk into the reality showing up in their lives. This happened to me this week again. I had, you'd say, wow, really fast, amazing manifestations happen in very surprising ways. Right. And I was like, ah, and when they showed up, I, by the time the second one showed up, in the same hour, I laughed and I said, I remember, I remember the exact moment I felt the penny drop, right? The old, that old phrase, right? For bing, where I said, that's it. This, this is, I remember that moment of decision point. Now here's the thing. I wish I could bottle that up, (laughs) right? I wish I could bottle up the tipping point and give it give it to everybody because wouldn't that be wonderful wouldn't you wouldn't you like to have your tipping point so that you're not struggling if you are struggling with money you're not struggling with money anymore because you are now locked into a part of flowing with abundance the, the abundance mindset or you know or you you now you are expressing your purpose or now your your body or your relationships are are the way that you envision them to be, but I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't bottle the tipping point. And, and if you are in a relationship, right, whether it's even a work relationship, whether it's a, um, a spouse, or if you've got kids, you cannot make somebody else 
reach that point. And you sit there and you'll watch them, right? You'll watch them struggle or you watch them keep making similar mistakes over and over and over again, or you'll watch them sort of sabotage themselves, or you'll watch them get close to a goal and then back away from it. And you'll say, why don't you just do this or just do that? Well, they can't, they can't just do this and they can't just do that because they haven't reached their tipping point. Now you might say, well, Laura, you know, you know, discipline, discipline goes, goes, is, you know, goes a long way to achieving things. That if you just work out, you know, 20 minutes a day, then in a year, you'll have a different body. And all they have to do is to have the discipline to work out 20 minutes a day. And I say, still, the person who is consistently doing that, consistently doing that, has had a, a coming together, a clicking point, a reconciliation, some type of a, of a, boom, like a lock-in a tipping point where they actually will do the thing every day. So this also goes to the tipping point for have you decided to be happy no matter what? Now, if you're into law of attraction, if you've ever listened to Abraham, this is a big Abraham thing, right? Which is most people have not decided to be happy no matter what. And this is, this flies in the face of codependency. This flies in the face of, you know, do what everybody else is saying. And this really pushes against the problem that so many humans have, so many of us, you know, <laughs> hanging out here, because animals don't have it, which is if I do what I want to do, not I'm doing it because I want to, but like, I really want to do this. This is something that really calls to me. This is something that feels right for me. If I do that, I'm being selfish. If I'm, I'm not allowed to be happy when other people are suffering, right? When I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, especially the 70s, it was very common, you know, eat, eat, eat what's on your plate because there are starving people in other parts of the world. It was a very common thing that parents and grandparents said to their children to guilt them into eating the meals that they made for them. But think about that. You're not allowed to have an experience here in your kitchen somewhere in the world because thousands of miles away, somebody else is having a different experience. That type of stuff goes pretty deep. So let's talk about this tipping point again. There are things in my life that I don't have manifested yet that I'm frustrated about. And sometimes not frustrated about. And the only reason why I'm not frustrated about them is because I don't think about them. <laughs> I just decide I'm not going to think about them. But then I start thinking about them and I get all excited. Ooh, I'm going to make a change in this area. And I only get so far and then I don't get any farther. And then I get frustrated. And then I just have to stop thinking about it. And then... I know I really, I really want it. Or I think, oh, this now's the time I'm going to get it. And then I start thinking about it again. And it's a pattern that just keeps going on and on and on. The pattern of I get partway to a manifestation and then something happens and it doesn't shift. Well, that something that's happening is me. I'm the something that's not happening. I haven't reached a tipping point. And honestly, there are some topics I'm struggling with 
where I am doing mental and emotional gymnastics to try and find the right combination right on the mat, where if I just do these twists and this spins and this many cartwheels, then ta-da, I'm going to have tipped. I, I, I'm laughing at myself because it's, and with myself, I'm laughing at and with myself <laughs> because what the heck? So there was a point in my life where, and I am, I am not telling you that you have to change your body. All right. I'm saying that I wanted to have a body change and I'll, I remember the moment where I was like, that's it. I'm just going to turn 40. And I had this vision of being in a different form. <laughs> and I, something clicked in me. And then I ended up doing all sorts of things like a 30 day juice fast and this and that and everything. And people were saying, how could you possibly not eat food for 30 days and, and not even chew for 30 days? And I said, well, there were point, parts about that 30 day journey that were difficult for me, but overall I found it to be a very enjoyable, thrilling thing to do. And the reason why it was thrilling to me was because when I locked in and had the tipping point about a body shift, I was flooded with inspired action. And even though some of those actions were quote unquote difficult actions, they weren't difficult for me to do because I was so inspired. It was, of course I'm doing a juice fast. Of course I'm doing this. Of course I'm doing that, right? And I did. And the body shift happened. And fast forward years later, I had another kid and I have been wanting another shift. And I think, well, I'll just go do another 30 day juice fast. I cannot bring myself to do another 30 day juice fast. I just can't. I know how to do it. It worked great for me as a kickstart to a change last time. I cannot bring myself to why I don't know, but I'm a, I'm a person who finds it literally almost virtually impossible to do things that I am not inspired to do. I don't have a lot of discipline. I'm my, I'm not a person who has a lot of innate um, discipline. I don't say ability, um, but it's not hard, hardwired in me, right. To, to do it that way. The, the inspired path is the success path for me. And so the tipping point for this, for this topic. Now, if I really tune in deep, if I really, really, really tune in deep and I get quiet and I get still and I think about my body, I know that there's a core understanding that I don't have yet. Actually, I'm going to tune in right now because I feel like because of doing this episode here, I'm able to reach a level of understanding I have not reached yet. So I'm getting older and I'm thinking about, oh, what is this thing about menopause and the change of the body and all that stuff and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that there's a, a, a place of understanding that I don't have yet. And sometimes we hardwire in ourselves or have hardwired or accept hardwiring for cutoff dates. Maybe we have a parent or a grandparent who says, well, when you're this age, dot, dot, dot. Or we watch the older people in our lives and we just assume that by the time you're this age, this is what happens, right? 
And if your assumption is, is that the older you get, you're going to need a cane or the older you get, you're going to need this or the older you get at some point, you're going to need that. That is such an assumption in you. It's such a belief. It's even deeper than a belief. It's just, it just is. And you don't even know that it's there in your belief system makeup because you never consciously decided on it. It's not like you sat down one day and said, I'm in, I'm in seventh grade and I'm writing an essay for school and I have decided that when I'm 65, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> right? But you've made some assumptions. Right? One, one plus one equals two about things on such a deep level that you don't even know that they're, that those things are running in the background. Right. And I have long su suspected that I have something like that going on with me. I can't even see it, that there are some thought assumptions that I can't even see. And until I can see them enough, I cannot reach a tipping point. And I have long suspected that it has to do with aging and it has to do with thriving. And I'm not talking about aging the next five years. I'm talking like when I'm like super crone old, that there's something about that, that I cannot put a finger on. And, and that is preventing me from having a tipping point about shifting into the next best shape of my life phase, right? Now that I start thinking about that, I think, okay, I don't know what that is, but I am open to it being revealed enough. I don't have to see it full on, right? It can still be a thought pattern that when I look directly at it, it like seems to disappear, but I can, if I'm not looking directly at it, I can see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm going to invite it in to my consciousness enough, right? I'm going to let it sit in the room with me, right? I'm going to let it reveal itself enough where I can have epiphanies. I need to be in the epiphany place. Why? Because the epiphany place is the foyer, the lobby for the tipping point. The tipping point follows the epiphany phase. Epiphany is, oh my gosh, yes. Oh wow, I have a great understanding. Oh, heck yes. It's all come together. I see it. I know it. I believe it. Tip. And the tipping point then puts it into your reality. Now, boom. And then inspired knowing, inspired action. And the actual action follows. So if you're struggling with a manifestation that you don't have, and I work with a number of clients who are wanting to attract their soulmate or that one in particular, but there's other ones too. And you feel like there's just something <laughs> that's blocking you. The something is always us. It's hard to admit, but when you get into conscious creation and knowing that we live in this free will setup, this earth place, whatever you want to call it, that the thing that's blocking us is us. And when we unblock ourselves, everything's possible. Then right. we say, okay, well, in order to unblock myself, I need to have some understanding. But I don't even know what the understanding is supposed to be. Okay, so let me back up and say, let me understand the stages here. Okay, I need to have a tipping point. The tipping point will give me inspired action. I'm not even going to know 
And this is so important. I'm not even going to know what that action is until I've had a tipping point. Here's the thing. Never in my wildest dreams, and those of you who have known me growing up, would I ever have said, when I get older, I'm going to do a juice fast. Never. That was so outside of anything that I would have been normal behavior for me right? That people were shocked that I was doing it. I was shocked that I was doing a 30-day juice fast. But at the time, it made so much sense. And for me, because it made sense for me, it was a phenomenal experience. And it was really great for me mentally, physically, emotionally, for my goals, for everything. I do not recommend that everybody goes on a 30-day juice fast. Again, I can't even bring myself to do another one again. I know in my in, in my deepest knowing that it would not be the right thing for my body, okay? But at the time. So so here's the thing. I get into this phase, we all do, where I'm like looking on the internet and I'm thinking, oh, if I just buy this book, if I do this program, if I ingest this knowledge, if I get up every day and spend five minutes doing X, Y, and Z, then I'm going to have this thing that I want. And it doesn't work. Why? Because I am trying to decide what the action is before I've had a tipping point. And until I have the tipping point, it's not inspired action. It's just assumed action or it's hopeful action or if it's it's desperate action, right? Which is that, you know, the biz op stuff people say, hurry up and buy my program before it sells out so that you can X, Y, Z, right? not fail again. It's all that. I need the tipping point. But again, the tipping point has to have an epiphany, some type of understanding. And there's usually some shift. It could be, I'm not too old for this. Or, of of course, I love myself enough. Like, I don't even know how to put it in words. It's, But it's usually some subtle, seemingly subtle, slightly, slight opening about timing, capacity or ability, age, intelligence, self-love, worthiness. It's a big one. And the highest good thing, which is, am I allowed to have what I want or is that selfish? Again, that's worthiness. But but you can even say, it's I'm worried that I'm, I'm going to take something away from somebody else right? The highest good principle. There's something in those lines. So knowing about the stages, knowing that an epiphany leads to a tipping point and the tipping point leads to inspired action, right? We go back to this phrase I learned um, when I was going to Centers for Spiritual Living, which is you do what is possible so that the, oh, no, wait, sorry. You do what is necessary. You do what is necessary so that the things that are possible become possible. And then the impossible becomes impossible. Oh my goodness. I can't get this right. (laughs) What was it? It The point was this, do what's necessary. Then things become possible. And then the impossible becomes normal. And it's like this, drink your water. There are basics to life. Drink your water. Get in, get good enough sleep. They say, mind your hat, right? How's your hat? Are you hungry, angry, tired? That's a tool you give to kids when they don't know what's going on. You say, well, you know, what's going on with your hat? Is your bucket, you know, is another one. How's your bucket? Is your bucket full or empty? Do what's necessary. There's bills that have to be paid. There's stuff that you have to do to maintain things so that you're not sabotaging on a daily basis. Do those things. Do what's necessary. And if you're doing what's necessary and then working enough to feel 
proud, happy, um, pleased with yourself for doing those necessary things, especially if you're in a difficult cycle, a grief cycle or a take apart cycle or right or you know some things in life have happened and you're and you're really struggling or you're you're in an environment where things are a little bit hard right now like you had to go move in with somebody and and they're not the best influence on you doing the basics right to feel proud of yourself for keeping up with the basics during those times write it down check it off look in the mirror and say you got this you did this good for you really pump up the basics when you do that things start to become possible the reaching out for a new idea, having something else come to you, having a shift, having an epiphany. Here's that thing, having the epiphany to the tipping point. And that tipping point is where the impossible becomes possible, where you have a major change. I had somebody come in for a, an energy healing one time. And and I've known this so many times with energy healing. For those of you who don't know, I was trained as a shamanic practitioner um, by a Kiara Apache holy one. And they came in and they were like, they were just fed up with some stuff. And I said, great. So I tuned in, got in the zone. And the zone means I don't think about what needs to happen. Right. I allow the highest good to happen. That person got, um, said, at the end of that session, I've had pain for five years and it's gone now. And it never came back. That pain never came back. And when they said that, I just knew I said, yes. And I didn't say, Oh my God. I was like, yes, they were like, wow. And I was so in the place of knowing that the impossible had become possible. Well, why? Well, that person had already walked in, in a tipping point place. They had already tipped the, the healing didn't tip them. And this happens so many times with, with miracles like that. Well, that well, that is the way miracles happen because we are our own miracle. They'd had an epiphany. They had this place where they were like, that's it. Some understanding happened. They had a tipping point. That tipping point inspired them to action. And that action was something maybe a little bit different than they would normally do. And they said, well, I don't normally do this. I don't normally come and get healing sessions. But so-and-so said I should go get one. And I thought, yes, I should go get one. That was their juice fast, like their 30-day juice fast. Like was not in my normal setup to go and do a 30-day juice fast. But at the time, it was so clear to me. And that action led me. So they had some sort of outside of their normal action, but they had already tipped. They came, received this healing, which meant they said, all right, I'm open. Let's do this. I was a cooperative component, as they say. I happened to, you know, <laughs> show up. I was like the pitcher or the glass, right, through which this, this thing flowed. And this miracle happened. And I've seen that time and time and time again. People who are like, oh, I wanted to get pregnant. And after I had a session with you, I am now pregnant. Or I needed this and now I'm this. Or I, But I know I'm not making the tipping point. They've tipped. And I am sort of the, the, the juice fast on the way to the thing that they've tipped into already showing up in their life. It's like it's inevitable. Whether it's me having a session with them or something else, it's inevitable that they will shift because they've already tipped. See what I'm saying? So to go back to the one thing that everybody has in common when they experience a radical success, it's that. And 
I wish I could bottle it up, but I can't. And I want to to say, well, here's do these 10 things and you will always have a tipping point. There's no, I, if you know of one, let me know, but I have never seen any program that exists that will always put you into a tipping point, right? (laughs) Before the tipping point is the epiphany stage. And what you can do now is you can set the intent that you have an environment that is ripe for epiphanies or an environment where epiphanies are able to come, understandings are able to come. You can say, I'm going to set the table, so to speak, for the meal that will happen. I'm going to till the soil for the seeds that will be planted or so that the seeds that are way underneath can come through. I'm going to say, all right, what can I do in my life to allow this elusive meaning it it keeps I, I don't know it yet but it's somewhere in there this knowledge of epiphany to come forward and maybe you find yourself right taking more walks or watching a tv show you wouldn't normally watch but it sparks some ideas in you so because keep in mind this is information that you don't have it could be about a topic that doesn't seem to relate to the thing that you're wanting to manifest but you see a story or you hear something or you have this put two and two together and you go, ah, about something else. And that is the piece that was missing so that you could have this tipping point. So right now, if there's something that you really need, want, and, and we're human. So let's humanize this and say, it usually falls into somewhere in relationships, somewhere in health, somewhere in money, right? Somewhere in expressing your purpose, right? There's it's so, somewhere in there, something that you want that you don't have. Say, I'm going to set the table for this. I'm going to manifest an environment for myself where this epiphany can reveal itself enough that I am going to allow the tipping point to happen. And if I've been afraid of action, if I've been afraid of change, I'm going to say, I'm not even going to think about the action or change because I'm going to let the tipping point happen. When the tipping, when, when, when the tipping point happens, I'm going to know what to do. I don't even have to think about that yet. And the thing that I might do might be different than I'm, I'm used to, but it's going to feel so right to me. Other people might say, what are you doing? But I'm going to say, I'm doing this with a big smile on my face. I'm going to say, I'm doing this. Why? Because it feels so right to me, right? So let's create. Let's create an environment in our own lives where we invite the possibility. No, even more than that. We invite the knowing that when we do create that environment, the understanding will come. Yeah? 